come up with every university possible. I'm, I'm, well, actually, I'm in a, I, it's, I'm, <laughs> why can't I speak tonight? Uh, <laughs> but that is the teaser at the start of the episode. Are, are you okay? <laughs> are, are you Apparently okay? not. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss and rejoice in everything from Fleming to film and everything in between. Ooh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason Kim, and we got a full party tonight. Yeah, the entire deck's here. Mm, I'm the Joker. I'm, I'm Batman. And we got the Penguin, Emery. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, I guess yes. I, it's cold up here. It's colder here than, than any of you guys, I, I bet. Our first but, recording uh, of 2022. And and Jason just nailed that intro like better than I have done all year. Just nailed it one shot. Uh, no, no, it took me a couple of tries in the past, but you know you're always good. But I'm glad that I led the first intro of 2022. So, you know, 2022. Uh, I mean, I'm I hope it's a better year than the past two years have been overall. Not like specific sections of the year that is then. I hope for you guys and all our dear listeners, the only thing that's negative in 2022 is your COVID test. Hey. Oh. That's a- and everything, everything else is and everything else is positive in your life. But guys, we got a 2022. It's like the anniversary year of something. I can't remember. Is it like the anniversary? I know, like we got the 60th well, my anniversary in October. Your October birthdays in October. My birthdays in August. Birthdays in this year, except me. <laughs> I just celebrated it, so yeah. you're right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got the 60th anniversary of oh. the of, no, the 60th anniversary of the the spy trade, the Bridge of Spies event between the Soviets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the uh, and the Americans when the so- Americans traded Rudolf Abel for U two spy. Pi- Plane pilots, the YouTube, uh, oh yeah, the YouTube uh, spy plane. I remember that. You know, I like that one. I haven't seen that movie yet, but just spies. I haven't seen that. It it was on Netflix for the longest time. I procrastinated, and when I went to see it, it was gone. But that's uh, that's something we should cover this year. That's like you know, you're just saying that on top of your head, but you just bon idée, mon ami. That would be yeah. That would be not bad. That'd be because uh, I mean it is an important anniversary. Sixty years. Of, it's in uh, it's something. it's in February, guys. And the reason I, it's I mean it's it's I think February tenth was the exact date of the exchange at a Glenacre Bridge in Potsdam, right? Like maybe twenty minutes outside, twenty to forty minutes outside Berlin. Because I was, I went to the actual Glenacre Bridge in Potsdam three summer or now or now now it's four summers ago and. Mm. That was the exact place where the exchange took place, as well as the exact place where Tom, Tom Hanks and what's his name, uh, God, My, uh, Mark, uh, Mark 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 uh, filmed their scenes in Mark Rylance. I think you showed me uh, pictures of uh, of you taking that trip. I, I, I believe you showed me. Did you go to also to uh, Checkpoint Charlie? Oh yeah, Checkpoint Charlie's kind of like stupid, though. But yeah, I did go to Checkpoint Charlie. Checkpoint, Checkpoint Charlie's Charlie stu- stupid. What are Checkpoint, you saying? No, stupid. Check, Checkpoint Charlie is probably the stupidest place you could go to Berlin. It's it's not worth. It. I mean, it's just like a it's just the fake okay, fake fake US sign and a, and a KFC in the background and and a fake US soldier. That's it. Uh, is KFC time, any good or? Uh... I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's it's like your normal KFC, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Fair but enough. it's also Next time I'm in Berlin. I'll intentionally avoid Checkpoint Charlie and that. I'm, I'm, I'm still going, even <laughs> though it's it's it, from, mean, from Jason's description, it looks like uh, the McDonald's of uh, of tourist traps. 
It's very. Oh, it is. It's very. It's very much so. That for for taking. Oh no, no, you don't have to pay for anything. If you want to take a you want if you want to take a picture with the soldier, you have to pay. But I took a pic like twelve pictures and they didn't care. Hmm. So like, I mean, it's really nothing. It's just like it's just the the guard post and a fake guard and KFC in the background and that's it. And you don't even see the Berlin Wall on Checkpoint Charlie. So kind of, whereas like just go around the city and you'll see better parts of the Berlin Wall. So that's why Mm. I don't recommend it. I'd rather see the actual wall, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. There's a piece of the wall in Montreal in in the, I think, Place de Ducamers. Yeah. We also have the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Missile Crisis this year, which was not the, which was not the highlight of, U.S. and Cuba, Cuban uh, relationship history, because I just watched Godfather Part 2 last week, and it kind of covered that mm. a little bit. For more information, you can go check out X-Men First Class. Yeah, I was just going to say, oh, yeah. it was a <laughs> part of X-Men, X-Men there. The, the documentary X-Men uh, First Class. Class, it's, yeah. been, it's going to be the 10th year anniversary of my first, and yet... Uh, as of as of now, only trip to 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 Cuba. Um, it's gonna be uh, ten years since I wow. last went. Mm. I was gonna say it's gonna be the one year anniversary of the Super Bowl that was played in Tampa Bay, where there were like cardboard cutout people in the stands. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy but, uh, years of the coronation of Queen Elizabeth. Whoa. Yes, it is. That's, that's, that's nothing that's... to wave your finger at. No, absolutely not. As as mm. as someone who's a huge Full fan of the crown. As mm-hmm. as a as a fan of the show, The Crown, that is so uh, seventy years of. And aren't we, aren't we getting a new season of The Crown uh, later this year, or is it next year? No, this fall. I guess what you know who's going to be in season five of The Crown? Uh, Carrie Russell. No, it's a it is it is a bondalum. It is it's a bond. No, there's actually several bondalums, but can you name a couple of the bondalums that will be in this new season? That, that's a good question because I I know that Emil Staunton is in it, but I don't know who. Who is Chinese? Was that no Lois Child? She's been dead for like 20 years. There's oh, Jonathan two, Price. Jonathan Price is gonna be and uh, he's gonna play Prince Philip. Seamus? Seamus is in uh just yep. Seamus is Seamus mm. is gonna play the elder Prince Philip. And you guys probably won't guess this, but mm. but our our boy, none other than Timothy Dalton, will be in the season five of the crown. No, it's oh, exciting, really. Yes. Who is he playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, He's playing uh, Princess Margaret's former lover, Major Townsend, I guess this is. No, he's coming back as Major Townsend. Okay, sorry. Major Major, Major Peter Townsend. You're such a geek. (laughs) I've I've watched it with. No, I. you know what? I'm a big history buff. So it's, it's, you know, it's it's interesting to see all this. I watched the first season uh, as background because my ex at the time was really big into that show, but I am not, obviously. But um, the first season I found interesting because I'm like, oh, the London Fog. That's something I I, I never was aware of. Oh, Winston Churchill's portrait. (laughs) Oh. That's how you react when you learn things. That's nice. Yes. Oh. (laughs) But, uh, But more importantly, guys, since... 2020, the the uh, the year of our great Lord 2022. Let's to keep the Queen, to keep the British end up, and to keep sure. the Queen and country, is the 60th anniversary of the Bond. Uh, Jane, yeah. Of Bond, James oh. Bond. Bond, James Bond. Yeah, 60th anniversary of the, of the film franchise. The, the books yes. came out a little bit earlier, but yeah, it's Doctor No. I believe. As of today's recording, I 
Uh, were they shooting they were 60 shooting, years ago today? They, they were shooting, shooting in January. Yeah. yeah, I think they were shooting yeah. in January of uh, of 20 of uh, 20 of 1962. Well, I wish I they'd mean, shoot something in 2022, but probably not. Well, they won't. I mean, they, won't. they were they were also shooting the January of 2012 of Skyfall. So we that's got, true as well. That's true as so well. So we have we have three major film milestones this year. We got the 60th of Doctor No, 20th, believe it or not. Of, die another day and and 10th year of skyfall which is still the highest grossing bond film of all time and the highest grossing british film of all time inflation all taken into account too you know i tried to get to the uh, the ice hotel in quebec city just uh this past weekend just to kind of get the mm-hmm. die another day mood and um didn't have my tux and I didn't have a bag full of conflict diamonds, so they wouldn't let me in. Okay. Right. Um, right, right. Well, that'll far. have to go to another time. But it's, you know what? I, I wanted to go there just kind of experience the whole ice hotel thing because I've lived here in Quebec City for 14 years. Am I saying? Am I I'm sorry. Right? 14 years, uh, 13 years. And I've never visited the ice hotel. And it's actually changed locations twice uh, since I've been here. Never got a chance to go there. And now it is ridiculously expensive just to look at it. Like it's twenty five dollars a person just to look at the damn thing. That's not too bad. Well, define look at. Yeah, just define, just yeah. for the guided the guided tour is twenty five dollars. Oh. That's, oh, that's not, not included not... access to the bar. That's not including. That's just oh, like damn. we're gonna take you through the hotel. Look at what we made out of ice. You know, you my kids pay. do that for free in the backyard. Do you have to? Do, do you have to pay? Do you have, do you have to pay to enter the bar? Though that's an honest question. I think that you have to have the pass first, and the bar was another. Yeah, but bars are closed in Quebec right now. But they so. haven't. So that's it. They haven't come out with the pricing. So I remember last year it was, it was thirty five dollars including the bar, but you got one drink. But they don't tell you what drink it was, and I don't think they let you get drunk there necessarily. Because I don't think they they have like it's not like a big party thing. It was it closes early, and there's a lot of restrictions with it. So it's not as fun as, you know. Day another day. Yeah. yeah. Well, well <laughs> maybe it might be a little more fun than die another day. <laughs> I would like so, to go to that party. Uh, so in in to celebrate this these milestones that we all listed, the goods and the bads, the highs and the lows. How should how should the James Bond complex approach this the year of the, our Lord 2022, guys? <laughs> and religious all of a sudden here, Jason. Oh my no, god, it's cheering. <laughs> No, uh, that's just the way. I'll confess my sins. That's how oh, Roger Moore, who art in heaven. <laughs> yep. I would be that name. <laughs> patron saint of James Bond. Honestly, Sir Roger Moore, bless his heart. He is the patron saint of James Bond fandom, kind of. I mean, he's almost like a fan of the franchise himself as the uh, former ambassador. No, he was the, ambassador. He was the most accessible. Like uh, you know, Pierce Brosnan kind of shied away for the longest time. I mean, he only really got back mm-hmm. into it when he did a couple of those interviews and in the watch along for, for Goldeneye. I don't think Fem yeah. K. Jensen was able to do much with the amount of Botox she had in her face, but oh. you know, we at least had Pierce that was interacting and Sean Connery just you know left the building on that completely, and George kind of wanders back. And Timothy well, Dalton does his own thing. Like he doesn't come back no, to the Bond events, which well, I'm Timothy kind Dalton of shy, with that. Timothy Dalton shies away the most in anything. I mean, that's just his personality. So, I yeah, mean, he's I he's not out there. Like he's not like on the red carpet. He's not doing much of anything anywhere. Like he he does his own thing, and then he kind of just lets Pops, it go. Every once in a while, gets a paycheck. Happy for it. 
but he's he's a working actor. That's uh, yeah. good for him. He's never stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's that's the best way to say he's a working actor, and then you can't really ask much more than that. Especially, I mean, it's a very competitive field. So he's never been a superstar like uh, Pierce Brosnan. I would qualify him as a superstar in the nineties, especially. It was. Mm. Prime, like, but he's still working now. He's, he's he still working. Cinderella, and you know, there was that whole Indian, whatever that that controversy had in those Indian commercials where there was. Um, do you remember that? It was like a I don't remember if it was a spice or some sort of chewing tobacco, or it was something like really weird about what he was selling, that. and he got into some anyway. <laughs> but he's working, like he's always doing something. He had that TV show for a while, uh, the cowboy show with he had the mustache and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still working. Uh, He's supposed to play uh, what's his name? Um, guy who wrote uh, "Old Man in the Sea." Hemingway. He's supposed Bird. to play Hemingway in a movie. I don't know if that's happening, but uh, that apparently that's why he, he had the big beer for the longest time. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, he's he's you know he's 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 got his career other than Bond. Like you know he, that was Bond was one thing. He was big in the '90s, and then he still went on no, he's, to do the, the, a the, lot they're of They're all stuff. working, but he's still. You know, he's still more of a star than he's more exciting, I guess, for people than Timothy Dalton. Timothy, nobody, yeah, uh, you know, T- Timothy Dalton was never, as much as I love him, he was never a star. He was always a supporting mm. actor, or yeah, nobody went, oh, let's go see that Pierce Brosnan movie. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. People... Speaking of former James Bond. Uh, we have a former James Bond now because uh, uh, Daniel Craig is no longer 007. Um, that's true. Yeah. I, I, that's going to be interesting to see how his career evolves post-Bond because he he made sure, mm. he made for goddamn sure that he would never go back to that role. <laughs> I mean, I, the, way I, the way I see Daniel Craig is, uh, I mean, Daniel Craig was my favorite, is probably my tie, but my, as my co-favorite Bond, but uh, that's a discussion for, yeah, with Roger Moore, but that's a discussion for another time. But I, mm-hmm. the one thing I really appreciate about Daniel Craig is uh, when he takes on other roles or, and now that he's going to pursue his life post-Bond, like he's doing a much better job than the other actors did in separating himself from the role. And that's something that, and I think the best example of that is uh, Christian Bale. Cause like, he was a great, a tremendous Batman for 10 years. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he first got the role in 2002 to Dark Knight Rises. And then in his last interview, he's like, you know, it, it was 10 years of my life, but I'm ready to move on. And he gave a very candid interview. And all the roles that Bale has done are just completely far re- removed from Batman, such as the, the hedge funder in, what is it, uh, Big Short or oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's about to play a. He's entering the as a former Bat Batman. He's entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a as the villain for Thor Dark, Thor Love and Thunder. This coming up this July, and I and I I'm not saying Daniel's going to enter MCU per se, but I think from the six actors so far, he's he's going to be the most successful in completely separating himself from Bond. And speaking of separating from Bond, uh, as part of this year's. Uh, milestone celebration i will be attending macbeth on broadway late march and uh, with several of the other bond uh bond fan influencers on posse so it's gonna be a two-person play with so just between him and daniel craig and an actress named ruth negate i believe and and obviously oh, she it's not gonna was co- in 
creature, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's her. And so that's going to be part of my celebration of Bond is celebrating a now, a now former Bond. On I see something that has nothing to do with Bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, let's be honest, like we're not getting any Bond news this year. I don't expect any Bond news this year going forward, other than the new Horowitz novel that we're, I think most of us are really anticipating is going to be coming out and be going to be great because it's going to be garbage. Mm, it's not a Jeffrey Deaver. <laughs> I, have you read the Jeffrey Deaver's Card Blanche? I mean, that love it. Love it. Can I, I read it every night. I'm actually, I've actually never read Card Blanche. Is it that bad? It is that bad. Honestly, hey, hey, listen to our review in 2027. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to get to there then oh um, i don't know i know i have no rush but uh, you know i, I, I didn't like i it. have I, I didn't like it but i'm i'm always open to a uh, uh, different experience renewing there were t- stuff i genuinely liked i i thought the action was quite uh, exciting but you know it's well, the plot and some of the action was good, but there was just some of like the side storylines and the development. And I, I didn't really like the ending. And like, there was a lot of times where he's literally just describing, well, well, he sent an email and he checked his phone. And this was literally every three pages. Someone was checking. Uh, phone. It, it, it felt like somebody it's, it didn't feel like a book per se, but blog posts that somebody yeah. put it into a book. But I saw something just today that honestly, when I saw them, like, ugh. Breaking um, news. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to double, triple, or fourthable dip into uh, buying an, another set, but I'm like, oh, this I might actually get. There's a five-movie di- five uh, box set of Daniel Craig era Bond movies, and it comes with yeah. the uh, uh, uncensored uh, version of Casino Royale, which got, yeah. What's the uncensored? What was censored in Casino Royale? Apparently, like that, there's a bits of, bits of violence that we've never got to see. In oh, movie. yeah. I've heard that. I've, I've heard that. But they also and, just released that really fabulous 4K version of uh, of Casino Royale that everyone's been posting. with the, It comes with a metal poker chip, and it looks like a really nice collector's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? When you can sell something, why you sell it once when you can sell it 16 times? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I just I just bought the Daniel Craig collection, the four disc collection, just because, well, I mean, we've we've, we've it was it on sale by any chance. You know, you it know was on what? sale. Thanks to you, Matt. Thank you very much, because you're the one who let me know that there was a sale and I bought it. And then all these other ones came out and I'm like, bless your heart. Hey, and you know, you know what? Uh, yeah, but yeah. think of it this Sorry. way, Emery. You just bought the four disc set. OK, yeah. now you have an opportunity to buy a five, five disc, disc set a year your purchasing is is incomplete i mean technically with this news your purchasing is incomplete but you at the same time like we've forward, had this discussion in again. private <laughs> we've had this discussion in private about how my casino royale copy was <laughs> sucked and all i really needed necessarily to do <laughs> all i, necessarily I never said needed. it sucked <laughs> inappropriate it, it was it was inconvenient and I, all I wanted to do was replace Casino Royale. I was going to say, I'm going to get myself a nice copy. And I hastily bought this one because I said, I can get all four at one time for 20 bucks. I actually mm-hmm. sold uh, all my other, the four other ones, my, the, my three DVD copies of Skyfall, uh, my DVD copy, sorry, of Skyfall, Casino Royale. Somebody Quantum. bought DVDs. Yeah, they bought all three DVDs, plus my, my Spectre Blu-ray copy without the digital uh, for almost the same price I paid for the new Blu-rays. So I was able to kind of, 
Yeah. Uh, $15. Sorry. I, 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 I technically spent like $6 out of pocket for the new ones. <laughs> but I mean, so we got a lot of purchasing going on and or in terms of digital, digital or hard copy of the films. And while we're still on Daniel Craig, topic of Daniel Craig, uh, oh, Knives Out Daniel 2, Craig. Knives Out 2 is coming out this summer on Netflix. That was right with host- the, uh, the set though, because it's uh, 4K. Uh, and you get de- you get digital copies of all films. So if you're looking, so I don't have any of that. You know, I just I just got. I don't Blu-ray have a 4K. And... If, I don't have a 4K, but you know, you're mm-hmm. going to And do you think you're not ever going to buy a 4K player? And even but if I you say no, you have digital copies. If you have a PS4, Xbox One, that is a or anything higher than that, that is a right, 4K yeah. player. Dumb, dumb. Which I didn't know until PS4? two weeks ago when Jason told me because I bought the PS4 a year ago and I didn't know it did yeah. any of that. Yeah, PS4, <laughs> PS5, read PS, the freaking box. PS4, <laughs> PS5. I don't think a PS7, but maybe but PS22 has a 4K player. <laughs> but I mean, like I've got, I, I don't, I'm not even sure because I've got two TVs. I'm not sure which one of them is, is equipped for 4K. And at the same time, like I, I, I don't go out of my way to buy the 4K stuff just because I know that I'm, I'm probably not equipped because I don't read the labels of anything that I buy, so I don't even know what I have. Don't say <laughs> that has been established. But uh, if I if I'm the the least the one who needs the most help from Q Branch, that would be me. And like it's it was different when I was a kid because I studied electronic repair, so I know I know a lot of analog stuff. When it comes to digital, <laughs> right over my head. That's I do on, not know. On, 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 uh, that's gonna be on on YouTube. So I know how to analog stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, uh, about Night Knives Out too. I keep forgetting that it's a Netflix film. In my in my head, that thing's coming out theatrically, but no, I guess it's not. Or you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if it has a limited theatrical release. Netflix does that sometimes, but yeah, it's predominantly a Netflix movie. Interesting. I keep forgetting. And then, and then speaking, and while we're on Netflix, there's another spy film coming out, co- co-starring our very own Ana de Armas, called The Gray Man. And Netflix spent mm-hmm. about spent over two hundred million dollars. So like we're talking no time die ter- mm-hmm. budget budget level on a Netflix exclusive film star- starring uh, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling and Anna De Armas and the Bridgertons, uh, Regis Jean Page, who may or may not be a favorite. To, <laughs> to, I mean, that's a discussion for my maybe, maybe not, probably not James Bond. He's, he's, he's not in the running for me just because I've seen Bridgerton and not that there's anything wrong with Bridgerton, but there's just certain scenes of Bridgerton where I've seen him in that just kind of are so disturbing to me that I just can't see that, man. Have you seen Bridgerton? Like, I mean, if I'm going to yeah. spoil anything, or do you no, have any intention of watching Bridgerton? I've, I've only seen the. Uh, I've only seen this fine, young, strapping young British man uh, in interviews. He's, yeah, same uh, with me. Same with me. Yeah. No, but I mean, he's he's fantastic. He's he's he speaks well. He's he's eloquent. He's 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 uh, he's able to he. he He's not like you know Ben Hardy or uh, Tom Hardy, sorry, <laughs> Hardy, the Venom guy. You know who, who, who like boys. He, he's doing so many different accents all the time. Like you can't understand what he's saying half the time mm. in a lot of his movies. Mm. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, we want to we want to be focused. Then, uh, so great, we got Gray Man coming out 
Well, we're still, yeah, you're gonna be just to like keep. I, I wrote to you, man. but uh, your favorite show of all time is uh, now available in Canada on Disney Plus. Yes, for all our Canadians out there and Americans, it's still on Amazon Prime. The Americans. Yeah, you start. So it's, it's not on Prime in Canada. It's only no, it's on, on. It's only on Disney Plus in Canada. It's on Disney Plus. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, it's because it's it's, a, it's a, it was an FX show. That's why. Let's not go into the company debate on this stuff because that's going to go down. It's six hole. season, though. It's really <laughs> long. I'm not going to watch that show. Like, I watched the first <laughs> episode and I, I didn't finish it. I was like, oh, God, this is way too long. It, it, it's, it's sleek. <laughs> I see what the appeal is, hmm. but oh, God, six seasons. I, I, I can't do it. I'm like, I, mean, I started that show when it first aired in March 2013. Hmm. So it will be the nine year anniversary of the end. Americans this year. <laughs> uh, I don't have Do Disney Plus. Do you need to talk about it? Getting it. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I don't have Disney Plus, so I'm probably not going to see the Americans anytime soon. But you keep uh, singing its praises. A few other people I know that have watched it a little bit have sung its praises as well. But uh, I'll just bide my time watching Netflix and Amazon. Uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Green Man, I'm excited for. That's a great cast and, and, and a ludicrous stupid amount of money to make a movie but it gets me excited it's a lot of money hopefully it'll be good but it, it's so interesting to see that now like even with with we're going back to to uh, knives out 2 is knives out 2 being like streaming only and no theatrical release that's kind of the equivalent of the 90s having like a direct-to-video sequel to a movie and everyone knows that a direct-to-video <laughs> sequel is going to be garbage because they've ever either changed the main actors and they, they've kind of deviated from the storyline and the budget's been cut by a third and it's not as good. Now we're seeing it as completely opposite. We're, we're seeing that people can't get to theaters. So let's make, put the big bucks onto a direct-to-streaming mm. platform and having a, a sequel go direct-to-streaming and not have necessarily or a limited theatrical release. Because I don't know, I don't know. I, I thought Knives Out was going out into a, a, a theatrical release. I didn't know it was going to just Netflix and it's really surprising uh, to see that you would take a big budget movie that was super successful of, in theaters. Uh, movies who aren't successful, but three five five apparently was released uh, in North America, but <laughs> us places. being in Quebec haven't seen it. Uh, uh, Jason, have you seen three five five? No, I, I did not see that film. I saw oh, another damn it. but I did. Instead of watching the three five five, I decided to invest my time in watching Jessica Chastain in one of her other works. Scenes from a marriage with Oscar Isaac on HBO instead, at the at the comfort of my couch. <laughs> I just think that they've got you know they've got too many like big names in there that they're trying to push to the front. Like you know Sebastian Stan has been super successful in in Marvel movies. Uh, Jessica Chastain again, Penelope Cruz. Okay, hold on, uh, Mario Have we, have we, have we reached uh, the stage where a producer's like, "We need to get that Marvel money. Get me Sebastian Stan in the office now." Like, is that where we are? Is that well, where we're at? I don't. I don't think that's where we are. But it's like when you take that many, like, I don't want to call them A-listers because I don't think they're they're all A-listers. But when you're getting that many B-listers, you're trying to push them all to the front. Well, I wouldn't call like them B-listers. Come on, yeah. No, but when you've got they're more stars. than two people, they Cruz, when you've Jessica Stan, most of them have st- enough statues on their mantle. But... Oh, Penelope Cruz, I'll, I'll, I'll give her that. But Penelope Cruz, I oh, mean, like, the I'm, e, not a... I'm just looking at the Metacritic and the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. That has 26%. That's a. Ooh. That's bad. It's That's bad. pretty bad Rotten in the modern. Tomatoes. But yeah. my point but... is, is they've got so many people on the poster. Like, you've got five stars on the poster. It's like, 
failure. This is this is going to fail because you've got too I'll, many. I'll, big I'll, I'll, I would I would I would argue against that because Ocean's Eleven had eleven yeah, eleven that, stars and but that worked. Yeah, but exactly. it could it could have worked. I, I don't think it could have worked. But it just it's, it's, it could have worked. One, the one thing the the inexcusable it, it's it came out after Christmas. It's yeah. Oh yeah, no, 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 it came it's out of the wrong time. It came mm. out of the wrong time. The studio gave us a piece of shit, and the the, the reviews. Mm. Of January's a bit confirmed. of a funny month. Yeah, man. It could have come out later, and whatever. And <laughs> whatever, <I> mean, <laughs> but it's, it, you know, it, it, even Knives Out had a, had a bunch of, of stars on the poster, but it was a good movie. You can have a bunch yeah. of stars on the posters, yeah. You could, but if if it's your only appeal, only marketing gimmick, you're in trouble. And that it's the case for a three five five. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I I like these actresses. I like the premise of I I mm. obviously like spy drama, but mm-hmm. it looks like. You know, I, 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 at best we were lukewarm on the rhythm section last year. Was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Two years, two years ago, two years ago. Oh my God, Tempest Fugit. I feel like oh Tempest Fugit. Rhythm Nation, baby, great film. Yeah, it feels like it's about on par with that film. And then another film, and then to veer away from the spy genre, but another important film that's coming out this year. Is the Batman in March fourth, twenty twenty two, co-starring our very own Felix Slider himself? Oh my god! Com- I was, <laughs> I was asking myself, no, no, he's how a, is he going to tie lieutenant. it back to Bond? Oh yeah, Felix is on that. But honestly, stuck- it looks fantastic. It does, it does look yeah. like it's going to be good, I'm, regardless I'm, of my what, opinion on Robert Pattinson. I, it's 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 the most it's from. from <laughs> From like five different, from like five different uh, film critic magazines I've read, as well as a lot of podcast film podcasts, it's rated the most anticipated m- movie of 2022. Yeah, but well, Colin Farrell looks fantastic. Like Colin Farrell is really he's going to steal the show. And that way that they did the Riddler, I think they've they've really finally gone back to a little bit how Nolan wanted to do things. <clears throat> Excuse me, in regards to the whole Batman universe, and rather than the whole. Zack Snyder, let's make it glossy and 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 you know marketable for for toys and everything. They've kind of gone back to let's make it dark and gritty and you know uh, you know what yeah that's the that's you know that movie you know the, the rating came out it's PG thirteen. I've seen the toy. <laughs> it, it, they're making a toyatic movie. It's not gonna okay. be R rated. The Batmobile, the Batmobile compared oh, yeah. to all the past Batmobiles we've had is the least toy batmobile that i've seen in a long time like it is oh. going back to the 1930s when he was driving around in a, like a ford coupe i don't know it, I, I, it, it spits fire but, uh, I mean, the car but, looks more mad max than it does batmobile like if yeah, we're comparing it, it to the eight 1989's batman with with you know michael keaton that was a batmobile and you could say they argue like, the yeah. other ones were a batmobile <laughs> christopher nolan never got a real that you know that wasn't a real batmobile that was you know the batmobile. lamborghini was a better batmobile than the than the tumbler come on the tumbler wasn't a really I would add one other I, I point, you're a batman fan come on matt i love all the batmobile even come the, on matt. even the horrible uh batman and robin that has it, yes. it, was, it was it was like a discount like i like all these cars <laughs> for I mean, different uh, reasons sometimes it's just to laugh at it which is the case for the batman robin but i genuinely like the batman forever batmobile and this one you know what the toy looks kind of fun. I, I, I've, I've seen the toys and it looks, they have different skill. They have uh, 
uh, there's a Canadian company that bought the license for for DC, and they they're coming up with four inches, four inch uh, tall action figure set, and they look fine for kids. I would actually, if my nephew was a little bit older, I would buy him one. But he's, you know, he's, but they don't look a, cartoonish. Like they don't look too cartoonish. Is what they, I'm saying is the whole look of the movie is not too cartoonish. Where they, you're like, you oh, know, no, they no. look. That's the thing. They they, they, they kind of do. I feel it looks like the Batman. You're talking about the Batman, toys or the film? The film. Oh, yeah, talking it, it, I'm talking about just, both. Like the film doesn't seem like they're making it look like okay. Well, this will make a great toy. Whereas in no. 1989, they're like. This will make a great toy, and Batman the only, Forever was like, the "This will make a great I'll, toy." I'll agree with you. Is the um, the uh, what's his what's his name? The uh, Riddler, the, the the Riddler, which looks yeah disgusting. I'm like, why they do that? It, it, <laughs> it doesn't. Look we like, haven't you know, we have we haven't not, seen his full 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 figure yet. So let's give I've it give it time. I've give seen it in toy form, and he's just he, he looks like a, give it not no Jim Carrey. Like it's not Jim. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's that's great because let's make it more gritty. It's not like yeah, Jim but it's Carrey's gonna, Batman. That, it's like it's that, purple and green. Like these the, are the, the colors. Lie, it's a lie. It won't be that gritty. It's PG thirteen. Dark dark lunch boxes. The Dark Knight. The R rated Batman. Yeah, but, I mean they can make an R rated Joker, but they'll never make an R rated Batman. And and what I've heard well, is they uh, did the he, Batman v Superman the the Zaxner. But exactly so. So exactly, so PG thirteen Batman's better than R rated Batman. Dark Knight. Oh, I'm, I, Dark Knight. I, yeah, I'm genuinely excited. I'm starting to get excited for that movie because it is PG thirteen. I don't want to see Batman that's taken so down. You know, that's, that's the thing with the Nolan films. At one point, the premise of a realistic Batman can only take you to, you know, what you do with Mr. Freeze. Do you try to do a, the realistic version of Mr. Freeze? That's boring to me. I want the guy who gets like uh, liquid ice I, I agree uh, with and that. turns into a mutant. Like I want a bit, I want the guy who injects himself with a bat serum, turns into man bat. I want that. I don't want to. You see wouldn't get Clayface. You wouldn't get, uh, you wouldn't get a, a lot of the characters without the thing, fantastical uh, element. I, I, I missed that from the Nolan time. So I might, my hope is that they get a little bit more fantastical. And I, there's, there's images in the last trailer that I generally like, like especially at the end when the, when the, the, the penguin car flips over and um, you see Batman walking towards the car, but he's upside down. Mm. I thought it was a cool shot. Mm. And uh, oh, yeah, it's I a brilliant shot. I think we're done talking Batman because we lost Edgar for a few seconds there. Are you okay, buddy? I had to, I had to take care of some personal matters. <laughs> but uh, no, but, I mean, I think the bat, the bat, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I had like I kept telling people, I was like, you got to move on from Robert Pat. You can't think of Robert Pattinson as a Twilight guy because he's had a much bigger career since then. And and I always say trust the process because I have full faith in the director Matt Reeves because he did a brilliant job with. Pl- the Planet of the Apes prequels, and with that, mm-hmm. with that, with his acumen, I have full faith in him. And Greg Fraser is becoming one of my new favorite cinematographers these days because he brilliantly did. He did the Dune. He he shot Dune, Zero Dark Thirty, and I personally like Star Wars Rogue uh, Rogue One. So mm-hmm. like he shot mm-hmm. movies that I like, yeah. and killing them so and killing them softly with Brad Pitt. So. Mm-hmm. Knowing his his thought, knowing his the way he shoots movies, I'm very excited for the Batman. That's that's my conclusion. I'm gonna see. I think it'll be a success. 
All right, it will be a success. Oh, it's, it's a Batman, Batman movie. I think they're in a bit of trouble. No, but I mean better Batman than Batman. <laughs> but better than Batman versus Superman because Batman versus Superman. Oh uh, yeah, mean, of course. I mean, it's gonna be, be, be probably better received than Justice League. Success. Too. What success? Uh, are, are you're we're we're uh, joining together critically, fans, movie going public, and the box office. I take it by success. Yeah, but I make a lot of money. It's gonna be well received be by. Yeah, it's got to be well received by the fans that they're catering to. Because I mean, there's a certain there. It's it's made for the general public, and the general public has to enjoy it for it to have a box office success. Because if the general public's not going to see it, then they're not making money. Mm-hmm. If it's just the mm-hmm. nerds and the geeks and the the and the Batman fans that are going to see it, they're make money, but they need the general public to be interested in well. You know, uh, but they also have to cater to us too, the people who uh, grew up with Batman. And you know, for me, like I think of the next. What, what Marvel's going to do with the X-Men franchise, because I'm a big X-Men fan. They, Fox mm-hmm. did so many things with it that were kind of controversial and different and I might not agree with. I'm going to be heavily invested in the next one, but they also have to make sure that when you're, when you're taking care of a film, it's got to be marketed to the general public to get all those dollars mm-hmm. in to be able to make another good one. Kind of like yeah, No Time I, to I, Die I, with it. I yeah, think no Time to Die sure. was the perfect... Perfect example. Go ahead, go ahead, Matthew. I think comics in general are like like an issue of Detective Comics. Maybe sells two hundred thousand units. Maybe like these days, comics don't sell. If you you're carrying the only comic book fans, you're no, but because but that's a different thing though because it's a different generation. Because I went to the comic book store and I bought my comics and I I waited. I still I still do too. But it's less and less because we have so much accessibility of so many different derivatives of what we're watching and what we're interested in that, like, for a Marvel fan, there's probably Marvel fans now who have never picked up a comic book but are heavily invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe just because oh, I mean, yeah. they've got a show every every six months. There's a new show that's in that universe. So why go out and buy a comic six book? Six months. Well, I mean, they're going faster than that normally, but I mean, like you get your subscription to Disney Plus and you've got all the movies and you've got a new show coming out once a month, almost uh, like a new series. I mean, not just an, you know, a new series of, of stories that goes that are all interconnected. So why would you buy a comic book? It's, it's all right there for you. So there's probably a good concentration of youngsters who don't buy comics anymore because they don't know i might jaw hit the 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 full right now because i just I, yeah, I just googled the sales for for comics and uh i, I don't have w- which month or it's it's 2020 uh batman is dipping below ninety thousand units per month that's not that's not globally that's or a, just united states or it doesn't say but i guess it's all it's it's it wow they're in the like i there were rumors that you know uh, warner Bros. might be uh either selling or closing one uh, dc comics probably closing down because wow that's not a lot why of it. exactly why would i be making comics when the movie franchises and and the potential of doing like the marvel cinematic universe and having all these connected stories that's what they were doing for comic well, I'm books. I'm talking since about the, 40s. the comics themselves, like that's the, the no, but games. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they've been doing this for the st- for for years with the comics. Like you would buy, uh, I remember in the 90s, I was a big fan of the Spider Man Clone Wars. So you would buy a oh, copy you're of the Amazing, one. you're the you're that person, who was buying I'm one it. of those guys. So I would buy. 
you know, you, I would go into the comic book store and I'd have to buy five issues because I'd have to buy Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Sensational Spider-Man to get the full story arc of that month and then buy wait another month to buy another five. And then they would have the whole thing again with Scarlet Spider. So you'd go and you'd buy all your Spider-Man series and then you'd buy all your Scarlet Spider series. Okay, guys. <laughs> that, uh, but now it's just that, on TV. I, ha- I hate uh, Batman's hair man. when he's Bruce Wayne. He looks like a bum. I want to throw him in a bath <laughs> so we can get all that grease that's stuck in his hair. That was disgusting. He looks so disgusting, filthy. I hate that. The, 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 you know, he needs a haircut. By the I way, mean, co-starring whoa, whoa. Felix Slater. If I, yeah, by the way, but at the same time, like they announced last week, uh, talking about anniversaries and things like that, GoldenEye, the video game, 25th anniversary this year, they're mm-hmm. re-releasing it on Xbox. I think it's potential, just a rumor. Poten- I think it's that's a rumor. That's I've not official, potential. It hasn't been announced. There's no press release for that. I want, I want, until Microsoft, uh, until someone at Microsoft or my buddy at Microsoft tells me that verbatim, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not oh, going to. Oh, you've got connections. It. Okay. Yeah. So my friend could actually. Be a mole. My friends actually work at Xbox, so I'm I'm not gonna we're not gonna confirm that here until it's a confirmed news. We're not gonna confirm it. Here. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we need to dip into that that territory. But it would be a nice um, if were it to transpire at some point in 2022. I think that's something that would get a lot of people, or a lot of Bond fans, quite a, a, excited, and maybe the notion I mean, of uh, playing it again uh, and playing it on. I can't online. wait to get my ass. Kick by twelve-year-old uh, kids. It's gonna be fantastic. I just, I just wonder how they're gonna do it. Are they just gonna digitally remaster the original, or are they gonna do the same route they did, did? You know, back how many years ago it was when they re-released it, or they released a different version with Daniel Craig's face. Oh, God, are they gonna, uh, no, I, I are they gonna I, touch it up with Pierce? Because that would be better. <laughs> that that's my hope. That's my hope that they. I mean, you know, you need to get. They get need need to rework some of the licensing, especially if you're gonna get the actor's likeness. Uh, oh God, the music! The music imagine, is amazing. Yeah, I know. But imagine like a like a full orchestra version of that yeah. music. Oh, yeah. it would be we amazing. Need to get, uh, we need to hire orchestre de musique de film de jeu vidéo of Montreal. Yes. We need to get yes. those guys to do the score. <laughs> no, but I mean, like that that would enhance the experience because. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just the other day, I think it was on Facebook, someone had posted, there was a there was a video meme thing, whatever you call those, that, that was going around, TikTok maybe, that was going around like about the guy who wrote the the, the pause music to GoldenEye. It says, just pause music, just do the basic thing. And then it turned into like, this is the best music of the game is the pause music. It was so, it was a banging track. I think they called it, whatever the millennial, millennials say nowadays. It was a banging track. The soundtrack itself of the game is really good yeah so to do it digitally or to do it better to do it more david arnold could come in and just you know just do the same soundtrack but with his but it's uh, I, I, cool. you know, whoever uh, sort of conducts the orchestra but you know that's the score they need to get they probably need to get license to every aspect of the film that the you know there there are contracts i don't know if they they because the code are they going to work from the original code or just you know we know the game we know the i the the the, the elements and just yeah uh, and and oh it's just oh imagine being able to jump 
Yeah. <laughs> just add yeah. that. Yeah. Just give all the same graphics, but let's jump. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I mean, for being able to go in third person view, I would I like, appreciate I that. I like the third. I mean, as a because I loved all the Bond or most of the Bond games. I didn't like any of the Daniel Craig Bond games as much, but uh, my favorite Bond games were Everything or Nothing and From Russia with Love. Yeah. And the third, the third person, third, third person point of view was one of the reasons why I loved it because like you actually felt like you were Bond the entire time because like like when you're when like in From Russia with Love and I'm Sean Connery I'm throwing the rappel hook and it's like I'm actually climbing this wall or driving There's the way five it's yeah. But the, yeah. I mean, the original yeah. developer Rare yeah, cool. belongs to Xbox now. So, I mean, like, the rumor might be just a rumor, but it's it's probably more plausible than anything else if, if they agree. You know what? I agree with you. It's probably, it's you know, if uh, it's more than likely, I guess it's probably going to happen. But until until there's a official statement, official uh, event, I don't want to we'll get uh, cons- too excited. Yeah. That's because I think there was someone doing a fantastic remake on on online uh, just recently, and they got shut down by uh, yeah, but, yeah, by Eon. So, it's also might be in their best interest protecting their their assets, and you know, because if yeah. they let people do their own version of everything, eventually. <laughs> but but I'll flip this another way because I, on Instagram there was a guy who had um, who had taken the same animation style as the original X Men animated series, and he had done a limited web series, and he got shut down by Fox within two weeks and then six months later fox announced we're going to be developing a new animated series <laughs> following the original one from the 90s so you know you get these kind of things where someone's trying to get into it's, the market, it's informed speculation but it's it's still yeah. speculation. yeah i mean i remember something to be maybe excited for 20 years ago there was a guy that uh took a film they did when his, he was a, a kid of superman on eight millimeter and he as a tool to uh, practice learning how to make special effects he reworked his effects he added music and he posted it online within seconds Warner Brothers was in his ass telling put uh-huh. that out yeah. and yeah. he he removed this stuff but you know they it took years for them to make a Superman movie they were just covering their ass yeah because you know when you have an IP like that you, you know some IPs are more laxistical when it comes like i know the people at paramount were very lax when it came to uh protecting star trek but until right. a couple of fans uh i, I remember the, the it's not project farragut it's another one that they uh, actually uh, ask money for that for, to make it that's when yeah. they, the, law, the the lawyers came out and they, they were shut down like the guy from the guy from bespoke jb no, 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 yeah. not. I, I said well, he, not no, him. he made not, one not, as well. Yeah, he, he made he's the one it on, but it's not him. It's, films, it's, yeah. it's something else. I don't remember the, the name of the uh, John Broughton, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah John Broughton. Yeah. John Broughton. It's not the friend of the show, John Broughton. Somebody <laughs> else. I probably, John probably knows who it is, uh, but he well, did. it's a small community of, of you know, fan fiction and fan yeah. films that, that were made. But I think that, like, I mean, he was able to get like certain permissions and certain access to things to be able to do it. I don't know how he was able to do it differently than, oh, than I, other people I, attempt, you know, because you, you go and I love his oh, work. Really nice. yeah. I, I can't wait to see the one he's working on that's taking the Batman place. one. Uh, no, 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 the Star Trek. Oh, one, the new uh, one, the, the new Star yeah, Trek yeah. one is the, the one that takes place during the movie era of uh, the original series. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of that uh, the era of the Star Trek, so very excited. Uh, but so... about Bond. Bon. 
Alright, and if you're hearing that sound, it must mean it is the end of the episode. That's right, this is going to be a two-part debrief, seeing as we do have all four hosts together for the first time in 2022. So we're going to split it up a little bit. Um, we've got a lot more ground to cover, a lot more anniversary stuff to talk about, talking about some of the plans and stuff that you can look forward to hearing for the next couple of weeks and next couple of months. And I don't want to spoil too much here. While you're waiting for next week's episode, please check us out on all of our social media platforms at the James Bond Complex on Instagram, at the Bond Complex on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well as on YouTube. And on YouTube, you're going to be seeing a lot more full promos of the episodes and maybe even just a little bit more. So check us out on YouTube, give us a follow, and wherever you're listening to us, whether it be uh, Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star glowing golden gun review. Thank you and take care. See you next time.